Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Show Me The Podcast Part 2 about Steven Spielberg. When we first recorded this episode, we didn't intend for it to be a two-parter, but the three of us, myself, Lorraine, and uh, special guest Ross Wilson, just all had uh, a lot to say, um, which we didn't really want to edit out. In this part, we will be discussing the rest of the Indiana Jones stuff, uh, we'll go into Ready Player One, and for the Flashback Film Club, we're going to take it back to Die Hard. We hope you enjoy So your favourite is Raiders, Ross? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, but I think I quite like that. To be honest, I genuinely think it feels more like a budget film. Like I think there's a there's aspects of it that y- you feel. I don't know. If you had a bigger budget, you wouldn't have done that. Strange aspects of it. I genuinely think that, that it takes a long time to actually introduce Indiana Jones in that film, and which is crazy. It's not. It's not a crazy delay, but it's like it's 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 really long time for like a Hollywood movie mm. to introduce a main character. And even then, like I say, like that for me, for me, the whole film has like these little moments where Indiana Jones is like half concealed by like his hat or like shadow yeah. or whatever. No, I agree. I actually quite enjoy that. I know. I like that. I really enjoy that. Keeps you keeps you invested in like, you what's going to happen. Like, who, the mystery, yeah. the curiosity. Yeah. And I isn't it like Alfred Molina or whatever his name is? Yeah. Who's like in a lot of the shots at the beginning, you're like, yeah, is, is, it totally is, is. Is, I like, I mean, you know who the main guy is, but you're kind of like, is he going to... I quite like that. I, mean, I like. I, I enjoy, I mean, I think maybe I gra- gravitate towards character introductions generally, actually. So I'll always be maybe slightly biased towards like first films, particularly in a trilogy slash maybe a fourth film. Um, uh, do you know what I mean? Like I, I, I enjoy how characters are introduced. Mm. And, and although I... I enjoy Temple of Doom a lot, mm. a lot. But um, I... Um, the character's already introduced largely culturally um, by that point. Um, and I quite enjoy origin stuff like that. I think I think like, the, the intros is, is, for me, very important. But I, It's interesting that you say that because out of the... As we're calling it the trilogy. Um, the third one, so we the first ten minutes, is my most favourable ten minutes of the thir- of the three films. Really, in the, the third last, one, the last crusade. Oh my god, I, I agree. I love it when River Phoenix is the only. Oh, but, oh <laughs> River Phoenix! And you just, all these, all yeah, these that's trends. a really good cast. He is nostalgia for me. Like, you look like you're a bit excited. Oh, I'm genuinely not. Oh, okay. like, <laughs> well, he I'm is huge nostalgia is, for me because River Phoenix was like. Like the way people look at people, like you know, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth, and all that kind of stuff. Date River Phoenix was my guy at the time. Guy at the time, like because I, I understand. I was a huge, huge River Phoenix fan. But apparently, Harrison Ford was the one that was like, I want. River but that's because of the Mosquito be. Coast. They became like really good friends on the nineteen eighty six film, The Mosquito Coast. Oh, Ooh, and um, yeah, no, no, no. That's that's what it was. Um, <laughs> and I knew that. I didn't have to Google it. Um, yeah, but they they become really good friends on that. <laughs> And that's what pushed that forward. But he does look... No, yeah, no, I was... Oh, God, I was devastated. Like, you know the way when the celebrity dies? Mm. I was devastated like when, when he, River like Phoenix Like, from my died. age group, it was Heath Ledger, like, when he yeah. died, everyone was just like... But for me, River Phoenix, well, I was devastated <laughs> when River you. Phoenix died. <laughs> it, I was, I was absolutely devastated. 
But yeah, no, he he was. And the thing is, I think today he would have kind of been a bit of a Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he would have he would have had an exceptional career. Mm. I really think he would have. He was amazing. I loved him. I was so sad when he died. But he would have definitely been up there. He would have had a Johnny Depp, a Leo, do you know what I mean? Keanu, he would have been up there. But like, yeah, his use in this yeah. movie, I think, was a point in the fact that they yeah. probably saw that trajectory for him yeah. in, in that kind and of thing. And I saw the, but I make myself sound really old, but I saw these films when they came out. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> you love that in her big chair. Like, Lorraine's sat in a huge chair right now. <laughs> I've never seen a chair that large, actually. It's, um, it's amazing. The power chair. Yeah, the power chair. The power chair. Yeah. I'm on a stool. But yeah, no, out of, the, out of the three movies that we wish to talk about today, yeah, regarding Indiana, mm. I think that those first 10 minutes of the introduction oh, of Indy. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, actually, fair play. That, yeah, I, 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 I will see you do that. Like, it's, it's genuinely like a very impressive start to a film. Mm. Plus, yeah, also, it's like, it's got that, like, um, I really love it. some sort of like acknowledgement about like the the previous yeah. films. Mm. You you have to know. I love the snakes. Do you remember yeah. when he picks up the snake and just goes, "It's just a snake," and that was so Harrison touch, Ford. That was so Harrison yeah. Ford. Yeah, it was. It was perfect. And all of all of that. Bit, yeah, but he, he said he studied his, him. His, he studied yeah. Har- he, he said he didn't study Indiana Jones. He studied Harrison Ford, and that. Yeah, he is. As in River Phoenix, he he's, who, who he, doesn't study it. Yeah, exactly. But it, just the way he just did it, it was so natural. And um, yeah. oh my god, it was oh, it was fucking amazing. Do you know what? Like a, a weird side point, but like I, I genuinely like I love um, think of, think like genuinely think about the beginnings of like the third in the trilogy or something. Like the third in the trilogy of something that's really good. Mm-hmm. Like I recently rewatched um, the Lord of the Rings. Um, oh no, Lorraine! And oh. <laughs> going to be here for hours. <laughs> no, no, just a brief comment. But like, genuinely, like, you need something at the beginning of a, like the third in a trilogy that sort of a bit of a recap, almost like a. It's not even that. It's like a re-grab. I yeah. would say like you need something that says An acknowledgement like, of what came before. Ch- yeah, it, yeah. It, it's like a. It's it's a nod to the audience. It's a nod to the fans. And also, it's like a. It's, it's also like a grabber of a beginning of a film. No, I agree because I felt it's like with that, it kind of grabbed do. me back in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, no, but, I agree. But, 100%. It, but it takes like it's almost like uh, I would argue it's almost like a rite of passage yeah. of like a yeah. third in a trilogy. Yeah. No, I agree. And you're like I've got to, I've got to do all these things. I've got like there, there's there's a lot of audience expectation mm. around, around this, but maybe I also need to like sort of sidewind it a bit, and people are like. Give something some a little unexpected yeah, twist, and I, agree. I love I love like I mean you know I would say Indiana Jones is like it is a great example of that like it's it's it nails that and I sorry briefly I, I rewatched Lord of the Rings the third one recently and it does exactly that at the beginning it it hmm. possibly pays homage to that kind that that story. history where you're like let's let's throw something in that yeah. people aren't expecting and no hundred percent and I like that I think yeah. that's a really mature and, and quite sophisticated filmmaking yeah. uh, thing to add yeah. in. But. No, I liked it because I think it was a good way of seeing like, you know, when he had the whip and the, the scar and the hat. Like, do you know what I mean? The I thought it was a really, beautiful And texture. I loved that when he stole that artifact and the guy came in and gave him that hat and like, instead of being all pissy with him, you, you know, stole what I, t- you know, you stole my thing. He kind of went, I see something in you, kid. And he kind of gave him that hat, and I thought that was amazing. 
Do you know Upon what I mean? rewatch, like I an think acceptance I think I'd argue that um, I'd I'd probably would have watched a spinoff like Origin Story, yeah, River Phoenix, uh, <laughs> Indiana yeah, Jones. You would have. I swear, like, that would have been great. <laughs> if you haven't seen River Phoenix, I'm uh, you've you know I know you've all probably seen Stand by Me, but if you haven't seen like things like My Own Private Idaho and stuff, you know, just go back and watch River Phoenix films because he's so like he's one of those guys where you you would look at him and he would make you think of like you know. James Dean, Stephen yeah. McQueen, like the old yes. school style of acting. He mm. was just so superb. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, if I could recommend that you go watch River Phoenix films, definitely do. Okay. Sorry. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I still love him. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But in in terms of the rest of The Last of the Crusade, I, I wasn't, it's not like... It was it was more fun than anything. It's fun. and that's fine. It's a fun yeah. film. Yeah, yeah I enjoy it's a fun it. Film, but it didn't seem to have any of the serious tropes. Of no, the I I, I agree with that. There was a lot of kind of between the yeah. dad, like Sean Connery, and you know, there's a lot of <laughs> so good. It was I almost quite like that it was very yeah. slapstick. But I think it's still a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not exactly. Do you know, know, do you know something... what it highlights is the fact, and that's something that's is consistent in the Indiana movies, is that he is probably probably one of the most intelligent people in the room, but he can still be put in his place and made to be the butt mm. of the jokes. And his dad does that yeah. so many times in that movie. And I just, I kind of like that interplay. Yeah. And, but it, it it's really evident in this movie. The yeah. More so it's than the other, yeah. I think. Because he's made to be feel like a little boy. And in the end, he's like, yeah. I'm the man. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I'm a little I boy. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's a also, more... Um, yeah. He's a more relatable character than like as you get a lot of your like action heroes like Stallone and Schwarzenegger, and even today with your Hemsworth and your Chris Evans and all that kind of stuff. Whereas he, like even though when he takes his top off, he doesn't have a six pack. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's you. You Slim. can look at him and and he almost <laughs> survives. Pretty, pretty, but, but, pretty, pretty but he almost survives man. accidentally. Like, do yeah, you know what I mean? You don't like, think he survives because he's, of... He's doing it on the fly. Yeah, exactly. He, <laughs> like, he he lands in the right place at the right time. He gets the right punch. And, do you know what, No, it, it's true. Like, when you look at him, you don't think, God, he survived that through pure skill. You think he survived that through pure luck. There is... There's, yeah, I, I you know completely I mean? agree. There's a, there's a lot to be said for... And I think... For that sort of, like, balance of it. Like, it, it, it's a... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's obviously like Hollywood, but it's um, yeah, it's less of a fantastical element to it. Like there is, uh, he's just kind of getting by, surviving. Yeah, it's more the skin like, of his teeth. Sort like of all the stuff. nerds out there that are like looking, you know, that they, they, you know that they're not the Hemsworths or the Evans or the Stallones or the Schwarzeneggers. Like you know, you can kind of think actually he's like you know he's a very intelligent character, but he can kind of but I think almost that's... survive. I think that's why the dialogue works as well. Yeah. Because a lot of yeah. the people are going, you don't fucking know what you're doing. I can like, why, why are you doing this? Yeah. And that's why it can happen. Like, yeah. In a lot of movies, you're like, yeah, I trust you. You can go and do this. We'll yeah. You. But it's not like that. It's just like, we're, we're all trying to figure out the situation, but he sometimes has And no one trusts him in it. It's like when he's trying to get these, like the women, for instance, mm. out of this situation, they're like, can you fucking do this? And he does. We he are going to. Yeah, I, I I did that actually to Great death. Line. I was like, Great in a minute, line. that scene's gonna come. That 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 I love that bit. It's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. It's just it's the way I'm going to die. It's incredible yeah. scene. Uh, it's just the way he emphasizes. Yeah, so good. enunciates his, enunciates every word. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
But I think I think that's what we that like about it. Denim is so good. <laughs> I've like, laughed a lot, but I'll re- rewatch that actually. Yeah. But if you, if you went to save someone, if I went to save someone, if you went, you know, we'd all be like just chancing our arm and hoping for the best. And I feel like that's what this is. And I feel that's why every guy kind of goes, yeah, I want to fucking be Indiana Jones because yeah. you you know we. We're not do, these. What do you say that did you ever want to be Indiana Jones? Of course, yeah. I think I, I want to be Indiana Jones. Yes. <laughs> and that's what's great about him. He's not just the sexy guy for the women. He's like, yeah, I want to be him too. sexy guy for the guys. Yeah. But he was sexy. <laughs> Sorry, yes, I mean, I, I, for everyone. Is that what we gave up? <laughs> he was we so beautiful. I think he's one of the most beautiful looking men <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Well, you're taking it to a different Rain place. Rain in. He really was. But I agree. <laughs> but even when, no, but I, when the fourth one came on, I thought to myself. The fourth one? Yeah. When I, when I put the fourth wow. one on, he's still look, he looks tired. He does look tired. But <laughs> he's <laughs> still, like, tired. if my fella, I love you, Dev. If Dev looks like that when he's fucking in his 60s or 70s, I'd be like, nice. Recently, he did a presentation about, like, global warming and stuff. <laughs> and No, no, he did. Harrison Ford. Yeah. Or dead. No, Harrison Ford. <laughs> and what he said was so on the ball, but at the same time, it was so fucking Indiana Jones style badass. Oh. I was just like... Is there a whip involved? He's like 70 odd and I was still like, I would. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would. Because I think Callista Flockhart, his wife, is like my age. Sorry, is he you married mean? to Callista Flockhart? Yeah, yeah they have a kid. Yeah. What a show. They have a kid. What a... They're like fucking show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think she's only like in. She must only be in her forties. I think she's fifties now. Is she fifties now? Mm. So you know, no, he looks good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we when we meet a man, we think to ourselves, by the time we're old, I hope they look like Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford, Sean Connery. Paul Newman. <laughs> we have a list. I do. Paul I have Newman. to say that I, Paul I'm, Newman was. Fucking hell, Ross. Okay, oh, just just punch You talk about John Krakinski. Look at Paul Newman. He was... John Krakinski is live. He's like happening now. Yeah, Yeah, well... Have you seen Hurt? Yeah, 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 okay. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this is is becoming a... a, We need Spielberg. We're appreciating... Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, (laughs) Stephen. I'm so sorry, Stephen. Sorry, Stephen. Can I... I thought... uh, Fun fact... Um, I found out that. Um, uh, can I tell you the story? Yeah. Okay. I think you were. Okay. <laughs> well, um, Lucas and Spielberg were mates from like college years. Yeah. And they, uh, yeah. And Lucas was nervous because um, Star Wars was coming out. So he's like, mate, to Spielberg, he's like, come join me in Hawaii. I need somebody whilst this is happening. Do you want to come over? And Spielberg was like, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> is that how it went? Exactly. You paraphrasing all <laughs> yeah. the direct lines. And direct lines. Yeah. Direct yeah. lines. Yeah. And apparently they're like, um, <laughs> like chatting on a beach, and um, uh, Spielberg is like, I'm thinking I should be the next person to make a Bond movie, and, and Lucas is like, mate, don't do that. I've got an idea. And this is where indie came into the mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or instead of a Bond movie. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, we don't want to make a Bond movie. We want to make a movie about this guy. And they apparently have a ritual of um, making like sandcastles, and if the waves like knock the sandcastle down then they're not going to make that movie. But if it does, doesn't, they make that movie. I love that. That's a, that's a good fun fact. So it is, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I've got three questions off the top of my head. Okay. Um, oh, no. Three <laughs> questions. Okay, you can ask the second one. Okay. What? <laughs> um, 
So, sorry, <laughs> Lucas and Spielberg have a, a tradition about sandcastles. Yeah. They'll, they'll both be standing on a beach thinking about an idea. If they're doing a, film. a movie together. Right, right, right. I think. And then they'll <laughs> pose a film idea. Yeah. And if the the beach wills pic- it. You can just picture it, right? Sunny day. Sort of. Like palm trees are swaying, a nice crispy white beach. And as they're building up the ideas, they're building up their sandcastle. And then they're like, Oh, Harry, you went deep. Yeah. Uh. I know. What a good description. And like, <laughs> and they're like, if the waves come in, uh. we won't make this. But if, and it, you know, knocks it down. But if it doesn't, we'll make this. And think about how, the films they've made together. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but can it be true? Of course don't, it's true. Or must it be false? Just go with just it's go an amazing with story. story. I think it's Ace. I, mean, I love that story. <laughs> but I mean, like, I, so I mean, I'm I'm going to come from this from a oh, here we go <laughs> skeptical approach. Uh, um, but but okay, no, no, I won't I won't argue with it. But it's it, yeah. What a strange way to make films. I like it. I like yeah, it. but everyone's <laughs> process is different. Do you sure. know what I mean? And some I, people need they, a sandcastle. They bet against each other as to do with this movie as well. I can't remember. What? Them. Against Indy? Oh, it was like, he, oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, no, it's not it. I can't remember. Google it. Google it, guys. Why it's didn't it. Lucas uh, direct it, I wonder? If he created it. You think it'd be like... He was making Star Wars at the time. Yeah. He, oh, was it because Star Wars? Star Wars just, was just coming out. And, well, if and Harrison s- can jump back and forth, so why Harrison, can't Lucas? To be fair, like, Harrison jumped between quite different roles quite They're easily. pretty similar, though. Han Solo. Oh, do you know what? I watched Raiders, and I was like, do you know what? He's so... He's actually quite different from Han. Do you think? I yeah. Think so. Yeah. I, think I genuinely they, think so. Okay. And I, I was sceptical beforehand, because I was like, okay, well, these, these came out at the same time. It'd be nice to... It'd be nice to watch these films like um This has looking, become thinking... the Harrison Ford podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we love Harrison Ford. I fucking uh, love Harrison Ford. <laughs> uh, but Jamie. I call my son Harrison. I actually if I'd had a boy, Harrison was on the table. <laughs> Strange place to announce that. I'm but... Harry, and my son is gonna be my son, Harrison. Works. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've heard you heard it first, everyone. Yeah. Um Sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to move on from that. Um, but genuinely, like... <laughs> no, no, but not, not that's not genuine. No, it's fine. But, um, <laughs> cause I think that's true. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I find it interesting to think that he was juggling those two roles, like, seminal roles, really, uh, now, and possibly in hindsight, but um, at the same time. I remember I also re-watched... <laughs> so I re-watched Raiders, and I was like... It's really strange to think that he was like Harrison, like um, he was Han Solo. Solo at the same time. And I think it was because, like, I genuinely think that he was quite restrained, maybe, as as uh, Indiana Jones in the first one. Um, and even then, like, it's just quite ballsy he, in the in the. He was apparently quite ill during the filming of Raiders. Really? Yeah, you know that scene. Um, that makes a lot of sense. In Cairo, is it Cairo? And the guy in the black. With the sword. Yeah. Well, apparently he was meant to have a big fight off with this guy, but at the time Harrison Ford had dysentery and he was just like, you know what, Stephen? <laughs> yeah. He was like, you know what, Steve? Or Stephen, whatever. He was just Stevie. like, why don't I just Stevie shoot F. the guy? And Stephen was just like, that is a good idea. So that's why he just goes, and I fucking love that scene. Because he was poorly. Was, yeah, he was poorly. He had dysentery. <laughs> why did you get closer to the microphone? Because I, I can't hear myself. <laughs> Let me just get this word across. 
dysentery. dysentery. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah. Sorry, that's a little fact. For Interesting. You. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's cool because I mean, it ties in maybe to the uh, who shot first and solo uh, debate that rages through the Star not... Wars universe. Oh. What? Sorry, who shot first? I mean, who, what, you, sorry? Go, but you guys know this, right? Like this is the. No, I'm. I, okay, I know. I'm... But I'm drawing a blank. What's the question? Might so, be because of the Prosecco. In, <laughs> for, the, for the listeners, we've got Prosecco on tap, uh, <laughs> plugged into our veins. Um, so in, stood in Star Wars, yeah. uh, in the original uh, theatrical release of Star Wars, okay. um, Han Solo uh, shoots Greedo, the... Uh, bounty hunter, bounty hunter, bounty hunter. Um, he shoots him with his blaster gun. Greedo. Yeah. Yes, Greedo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a bit you're questioning? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he shoots Greedo, um, and so the the thing is that he shoots Greedo first, and then in the Star Wars remastered versions, uh, Greedo, though they edited in Greedo shooting, like wildly but missing slightly Han Solo's character. And then Han Solo shoots him after he shoots first. Mm. So there's a whole like thing about like who shot first because I like know. the difference is like okay, well Han Solo like uh, would just was a killer basically, like a murderer, or <gasps> he's or he's just or he's just like you know a scoundrel that uh, I like scallywag, <laughs> <laughs> space scallywag. <laughs> so it's like we're we're dipping into yes. personal fetishes. Um, <laughs> But no, but so, so there's a whole thing like if, if if you're that way inclined, look up look it up because like there's a whole thing about whether Hanson was shot first or not, and the, and the reality is he he shot first. So there's a thing. Okay. There's a whole thing about it. But um, okay, okay, I'll I'll watch those. Back to Spielberg. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wrapping up Indiana Jones, I think. Uh... But I don't I don't think we're finished on it. Okay, cool. Keep going. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I think. <laughs> No, yeah, I think we're finished. It's fine. Yeah. What do you yeah. want to add? I d- well, no, it's fine. Do you want to talk about the fourth one? I don't think all my notes have been updated on here. We can talk about the fourth one. I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> do you? Can we, we, can we just have a brief comment about it? Can we just say about the fourth one? Um, I watched it and paid for it on Amazon, and um, I struggled. Yeah, yesterday. Um, I struggled and no. I actually didn't finish it because I just couldn't. The only, there's two two beefs I have at this right. Only two. Carry well, on. the last one. Interesting. With number four. No, because I thought it had its quirks. I genuinely, I genuinely did. Okay. Like it had some okay bits, but I think I think there are a few issues in that. Like the character of Indy was fine. Had no problem with him. Had, yeah. had no, the same character. Yeah. Same character. He, he brought it back well. Yeah. I had no problem it, with... He wasn't he's the problem. really old. Like, I mean, and that's quite a big difference between three and four, right? Like, yeah. I, I'd have no idea how old he is in four, but he's he's getting on, right? I've got no problem with like the family dynamic stuff. I liked yeah. Shia LaBeouf in it. He was fine. And I liked the whole um, bikers and, mm. you know, um, jock kind of thing that they did as well. thought that was a nice touch. But they were just... It lacked, like you mentioned in your notes earlier on, the lighting. Mm. And I just think they shouldn't have changed the dynamic. They made it too CGI. Mm. They were too, he should have just kept to his original sort of film language and he didn't in this one. And I hope when they do the fifth one, he goes back to it. Because there is a fifth one yeah. coming, isn't there? 
That's the there scary is. thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, big yeah, time. Is um, Harrison in it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Just about. I hope so. He better like. I think and I, will, I must add his about body the... is going to be uh, rolled onto set. <laughs> well, I will roll on top of it. Um, <laughs> I fucking love him. I'm not going to deny it. Um, He's that was so the best, old. That's the best <laughs> so line of our podcast. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great little. That's a sound bite size. Bite, yeah. uh, um, beautiful moment. Can I just say something about the fourth one? And I absolutely love this woman. Harry seriously has a fucking hard on for this woman. Um, I. <laughs> Kate Blanchett, even I wasn't, you know, Harry thinks she is Kate Blanchett. Um, Sorry, I just clarify: right. is this is this Kate, Kate Blanchett from the fourth film? She's terrible in this, though, I have to say. But I love her. So sorry, Kate. She's usually amazing, but this just didn't work. It was like some sort of like Zoolander, Mila Jovovich. Yeah, totally, um, totally. You know, oh, I expect that was a pouting. Great example. And, yeah, that's all I thought. That's all I thought. Mila Jovovich, um, Zoolander. <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the the actual crystal skull terrible cling film wrapped up in like yes. a oh, super budget Harry right? yeah. fucking super not Harry budget. Riley could have made something better <laughs> <Keep thinking. laughs> <Rude. Rude>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so I think um, for the fifth one bring it back to your original style for these yeah. movies spill it okay. <laughs> yeah testify I think like, there's no reason not to like um, no, I don't know yeah. End. Okay, so our next speedbird. Speedbird. Beautiful. Okay. So our next speedbird. <laughs> Ross, do you want to? You, you, you introduce one. So our next Spielberg film um, is uh, presumably the, what, the latter film. The most recent. 2018. It's not his most recent. No, it's not. But um, get right. What's his most recent? The Post. This is 2018. I thought that was 17. 2017 post. It's t- first of all, it's 2018. No one calls it t- 2018. Let's just off the bat. Really? <laughs> off the bat. Yeah, yeah, of course. Cool. Nobody says 2018. No, no, everyone says 2018. No one says. What did you say? I said 2018. All right, then I'm mistaken. Um, <laughs> uh, and I retract everything I just said. Um, but am I wrong? Wait, what did you say? I thought the post was his most latest film. The post, the post is probably the most latest film. Thank you very much. I think I'm, quite, I'm still quite angry about the post. The post was 2017. I've not seen it. It doesn't seem like something I'd... Is it? Yes. No. <clears throat> it was Slightly false start to this section. But, um... Okay. <laughs> the post is 2017 and Ready Player One is 2018. Hop back in your box there, Harry. I don't think Harry. that's right. Well, fucking Google says it. I think I I also agree. I don't think that's right. But um, I. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't think you think the post is later. Should we just <laughs> alter it like? A d- We're gonna all go Google it simultaneously. Because I'd I'd like to prove you. Right. I don't even need to Google that. Post you just, is two thousand seventeen. Yeah, and Ready Player One is two thousand nineteen. Yeah, I don't feel good about that. Mm. My gut feel. My Ooh. gut says no. Okay. Well. Okay. Lorraine. Lorraine's probably. Look, all no, right, I am let right. Let me, no let me defer to <laughs> one of the hosts to introduce this section properly. Okay, we so please? let's list... Yeah. No, Ready Player One is 2018, Harry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Well, that, 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 we confirmed that, so shall we say it's... it's who, yeah, who's going to introduce us then? Or should we keep that argument in? <laughs> <laughs> let's keep it on. I think we should keep it in for okay. us. <laughs> okay, so we're going to talk about the 2018... 
film that is later than 2017 film The Post, Ready Player One. And Harry looks like she still doesn't believe it. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of aggression in the air about exactly, exactly what. Do you know what? Actually, this actually ties into a thought I've had about Spielberg recently. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll elaborate. Um, so I realized, and, and the reason I am intrigued continuously by Spielberg is because he is so prolific, March right? March 2018. <laughs> what, this film? I am middle of a sentence. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Ross. But Sorry, no, Ross. genuinely, like, I, I'm... I'm a Spielberg, like, so as, as at the top of the top of the podcast, I am a Jurassic Park fan. Um, call back to that. Like, uh, I love Jurassic Park. It is a film that maybe maybe formed me as a human. But uh, I am... Um, <laughs> formed <laughs> it, def- it definitely did. But uh, Spielberg has not stopped making films. No, like, he's like in his 70s. And he's still I would playing. argue he's more prolific now than ever. And I'm slightly in awe of that. Um Maybe I think historically we think we think of him as like the the eighties the nineties guy. Do as we? A filmmaker. I think him. I think him. Do I don't. I do. I, I personally do. don't think. No. 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 I. I like. Really? I mean, obviously, yeah. wow. like he he personally had a huge impact for me because of ET, and I remember going to the cinema to see that. I don't like that movie. Yeah, but you've got fucking you, other. Are you fucking. I don't. I How do you not like that movie? I don't dislike it. It. It just makes me it gives me the wiggins that's a terrible well i i <laughs> went this is showing i know my I office hated actually, me <laughs> i went to the cinema to see this film okay i then. seen this film Whoa. when it was released sure. at the cinema which uh cinema when was that um it was at the bone ash in bath which is no longer the bone ash it's no, now called coca media or something where we went for my hendy <laughs> that used to be a cinema called the bone ash <laughs> And I went in there and I remember crying my eyes out and I thought this was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. It makes me more emotional about your Hindu than it does your Yeah, and that's that's one thing. I was in there and I did think, I know it sounds really sad, but I did think of that. You said that at the time, that That would have made me cry. Probably, actually it would have, yeah. And that, my love of Spielberg (laughs) happened then. So that was in, I think, 84, I want to say. I may be wrong. 84 in Bath. Yeah. I was an embryo. Um, not even. I might not. No, you weren't. You were nothing. Embryo. Um, <laughs> we're the same age. And um, it was three years prior to both of our inceptions. Conceptions. How? How? Anyway. Four years. Let's not get into biology. We both Actually, weren't so around. It, it okay. Nineteen eighty-two. <laughs> Let me put it. Whoa. It was nineteen eighty-two. <laughs> I got that wrong. It was eighty-two. Um, Five years. Yeah, I was about. alive. I was alive. I was eight, and. Oh. Uh, that's nothing. Yeah, so actually it was in, yeah, UK was in December 1982. And I fucking fell in love with that film. And from then, on, from then on, I obviously went into the Indiana Jones films that we talked about. And, you know, Jurassic Park. I unfortunately Woo-hoo. never saw that at the cinema. But I remember the time I saw that and I was so... I was too young to see that at the cinema. My I parents wouldn't take me. No, I just didn't I go and see it. But I remember see seeing it and being... I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So I've had a love of Spielberg from back then, but I also, like, I recently watched The Post. Uh, obviously, I've seen Ready Player One. And to this Quick day... Quick side note, what do you think of The Post? I fucking loved it. Really? Yeah, I did. Interesting. Did yeah. not interest me whatsoever. Yeah, no, yeah. I thought it was brilliant. Um, no, but yeah, obviously... Like, I haven't it seen had, it, sorry. Yeah, but it had Mel Streep oh, right. and Tom I watched Hanks it, I wasn't well. that interested. It had Mel Streep <laughs> and Tom Hanks in it as well. So, you know, Streep, Hanks... 
Spielberg can't go fucking wrong. Do you know that would normally entice me, but it just no. It's, have you watched it? No. No, it's. Re- I really enjoyed it. But anyway, don't watch it. <laughs> saying that Spielberg. I've loved him through many decades, but for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to talk about Ready Player oh, yeah, One. Sorry. Shit, yeah. so we're getting a bit sidetracked here. <laughs> so, Side note, uh, don't see the Ready Player hey, it was One, a Spielberg, though, wasn't it? Exactly. 2018 Spielberg Ready Player One, um, which is kind of this film is kind of a bit more, I think, in tune with today. Life is today with forms of, when it comes to technology and how engrossed we are in technology mm. and how we live our life through. Um, a certain lens, whether it be a computer, a phone, um, an iPad. Um, And I think this film really hones in on that. Yeah. Well, should we we give a synopsis of what it's about? Yeah, go for it. So you have some Prosecco, what do you do? (laughs) Oh, um, no, I think Ross would do it. (laughs) Actually, Ross, why don't you give a breakdown of this film? Let me just drink some Prosecco. Uh, Okay, no. um, (laughs) So Ready Play One is uh, a book adaptation of um Ernest Klein's book thank you yes have you read any, any of the Ernest Klein no books? I've heard his books really bad so <laughs> you're going off track here Danny <laughs> wow um so <laughs> let's put a pin in that um to the script. <laughs> <laughs> the script um no the words but, on the page <laughs> but so it, it is uh set in the near future as all my favorite 2045 yeah, so we're like, where, where are we now? Let Ross 20, do it, Harry. Let Ross do it. Yeah, just, just pipe down. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> to the meal. <laughs> but it's set in the future, let's call it. Um, and uh, so global warming's taken effect. Everything's bad. Terrible, terrible things. <laughs> um, seas are rising. Everyone's flooded to the city use of words everyone's gone to the cities um uh, because the countryside and coasts have been have been flooded is that said in the film though or in the books no in the books um, <laughs> i was gonna say i was like what? so okay this is, this is problem Stick number 12 of the pro- of the film um uh, but <laughs> for me uh but yeah anyway so this so the plot is that everyone's um going to the cities and the reason is that they live in a shit tip Yes. They live in a skyscrapers of trailers. So I really love like the concept of what's called the stacks in um, both the film and the book, where it's like essentially like Americana, a suburbia Americana, where people have like driven to the cities with their um, caravan in tow. And then eventually one after another, people have just stacked caravans on top of each other. To the point where they they just live in the caravan, but it's like in this like uh, skyscraper of a of caravans, I suppose. Yeah. I, 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 and and I quite like the parallels that go on with that to modern life. I, I really enjoy that. But so, what's the rest of the story? Uh, <laughs> you're right. There's a lot of other story, um, but um, <laughs> the uh, main character is enamoured by a virtual world. Uh, so the virtual world is what everyone lives in, essentially, because uh, the, the, the real world is horrendous and everyone lives in, in the oasis, which is like super modern. Uh, they yeah. can be whoever they want to be. Yeah, basically. except they're still bound by like whether they're rich and poor, which is interesting because they like their real money equals real money in the virtual world. Mm. 
so they like poor people in the in the virtual world are still poor um but they so they can't buy as much but um yeah anyway so they they, they basically they basically essentially this 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 virtual world rules rules the world and so um yeah so it's it's, it's whether it's how people interact with this world and and what what happens next is the main premise but there's a potential to earn a shit ton of money if you will uh, manage to hunt down the golden egg the main character is possible aka wade wilson yeah played by tyler sheridan yeah um and he good knowledge is, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and he's joined by uh, artemis played by olivia cook and he's uh, joined by h and a few other characters and they form like an ensemble that fight a bigger power called i o i is that right mm-hmm. i wasn't fussed about seeing this movie when it first came out i i chatted to a few people who who were like a little bit older than me and they were like oh my god have you seen the trailer for ready player one and i was like yeah i don't know what the first is and they were like yeah but it references this and this and this huge and this. nostalgia yeah and i was just like yeah i i get that but I'm, it just doesn't it didn't sell for me and so when i when it came out in the cinema i was like i'm not that fussed about seeing it in the cinema however when i watched it for this podcast um because i was interested in his latest um, Spielberg's latest mm-hmm. um, movie, so I was happy to watch it for this. I within the first five minutes, I was like, "Oh, I don't think I'm going to like this." And then it just like got straight into it, and I was just like, um, "Slight spoiler with the the road race," and I was just like, "Fuck, this is actually entertaining." I wish I'd seen this in the IMAX or something, because really? I just thought, yeah, I thought it was it was one of those movies that was a cinema movie, if anything. No, it definitely was. I I yeah. seen this at the cinema, and um, I. I I enjoyed it and then I watched it when I watched it again at home the other day um, I had actually forgotten quite a lot of it which happens to me quite a lot when I watch films (laughs) Um, but this this film was a huge nostalgia trip do you know what I mean the music the character like when you see Freddy pop up back to the future King Kong all these things pop up and it's just such a trip back to the 80s I have to say I get the 80s thing but I didn't like the music used I know it was for a reason it was amazing yeah, oh no, it, I love the music. Made it flat for me. And you know what? I looked into this because I was just like, the music is just not working for me. And apparently, John Williams couldn't work on this because he was working on the music for the post at the time. And I think that was something that was lacking in this movie is there was a no notable score like for it. No, but I, I liked. I think the use of the music for me was because, like, I'm a big sucker for how music is used in films, and this was. This worked perfectly for me, but I think it only worked for me because... Of your generation. No, but, but because of how they use things like Back to the Future and Freddy Krueger, you know, all these things kind of popping up so it fitted. I think mm. had they not done that, it wouldn't have worked. It had just been like, I would have been like, well, why are you using 80s music? Mm. Do you know what I mean? But because they kept on using all these alter- these other characters, it kind of slotted into place for me. No, I just it felt a bit flat for me. So it's int- I didn't know that about um, John Williams at all. No, I didn't know That's that either. That's interesting. Um, I, uh, but side note, I, I hated the post. Um, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, massively. Uh, wow. I, the host is like, um, it's all the elements, but everything's wrong film. Um, all the elements suggest... Did you say host or post? Just sorry, I'm in the post. Um, <laughs> but what did you think? The host of Ready- is a really good film. But what um, did you think of Ready Player One? Okay, so um, uh, <laughs> I, Ready Player One for me is a um, uh, a film where Spielberg sh- should have been braver. 
I, I think. Ooh. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> I, I just, I just think like, at what stage do you need to be um, confident enough in your abilities, both financially and technically, as a director, where you're like, I, I won't hold back here. And I think like for me, the Ready Player One is a, a pussy footing around a feature film. There, I've said it. I mean, I, I'm not, I didn't like rate it as fantastic, but at the same time, it was just like, fair fucking play to Spielberg because the majority, Why? like Why? 80% of this movie is in, I don't know, gaming language, but it is in that kind of gaming style. And I, I haven't, I don't think I've, I could say that a film's done I, that before. I think you're I think... 100% wrong here. <laughs> I'll be honest with okay. you. Because, because like, when you talk about the gaming, I think like... I'm not into gaming. Harry's not into gaming. But for the purpose... Of, which this film is basically a giant fucking video game. Which yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I am 100% sucked in. And I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, he he's... You know, when you look at this game, you think... Sorry, when you look at this film, you think to yourself, okay, the gamers <laughs> are going to fucking mm. love this. Do you know what I mean? But when I watched it from someone who's not a gamer, I was really invested not only in the characters, but I fucking wanted to play the game that they were playing. I was, I have to say, I was, I like, I'm not a gamer, but I, I wasn't mm. invested in the game that was being played, but I was invested in the characters. And so that's why I can say, yeah. as a viewer, that I think Spielberg took a bit of a risk because I haven't seen that happen. In no. The, because like, say for The Matrix, which is a similar kind of vibe, virtual reality, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. You are in this alternative yeah, Re- alternate reality, but it's still like set in our reality, and that's a bit of an easy win in a way. But in this, he made it slightly not so, so you know what's real and what's not. And I kind of thought that was yeah, like fair. Why I, not? Like I am, um, I couldn't disagree more. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I think the the, uh, the comparison to Matrix is is too. Is is very flattering. I think like um. Because, uh, well, uh, Matrix, no, it's that. <laughs> the Matrix, patronising, Matrix... very flattering. <laughs> no, 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 I don't want to sound like a dick, but um, but like, but, but, uh, but, but the Matrix, the Matrix was a bold movie. Like no, I think, it's, I think it's, it's, it's it's above par of this movie. Don't get me wrong. No, no, that's Matrix the wrong like... language. It's so much better than this movie. I'm not going to lie, <laughs> but it's like it's a different. Should any film that, but like I, I pose, I pose the counter argument. Like, should any film Spielberg makes now be anything less than like absolutely sensational? Like, why, why is, why are we, why would we accept any film from no, him? No, but I think, in I a, think in a world where I think you're he being a bit unfair autonomy. here. I think you're being a bit unfair here. No, I I'm, something, I'm angry okay, at Spielberg. I've, I've, I read, <laughs> no, I because I was interested in this because I've noticed in the past like fifteen years of his filmmaking. He's changed every single time. And I'm like, mate, can't you just keep it a bit, like, samey? Because this is your style. Yeah. And he said he doesn't want to do that. He wants to be... And a, why he, should he? No, no, I, exactly. no. And that made me think, because he wants to be... A, uh, he wants to be... Uh, take a new director's stance on it each and every time. And at the same time, that's annoying, because we choose our favourite directors on the fact of their their style, their techniques, etc. Yeah, and he that did that. Brilliant. He did that for about 20 years. And now, like... I, I think probably, and I'm probably wrong, the last film that we really saw that on was like Jurassic Park. And then and then sure, after um, that, he's like really experimented. And I've been really not massively satisfied with his 
films in the past 15 years. Yeah. And at the same, because he hasn't been consistent, because he's trying out new things. I think, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly the same, uh, I think, like, rhythm with him that, that you are, actually, both hands and things. Because, like, I, I genuinely think that I have, like, stopped paying attention to his new releases. Mm. And I don't know why that is, because, like, like well, I mean case in point like Jurassic Park is in my top five favourite films of all time like I'm not I, like, I won't shy away from the fact that I love I absolutely love the, uh, some of the films that he's made like loads of the films that he's made but um, mm. there's something about like the last few years where I've just not been paying attention to the films that he's been releasing and I don't even know why I, I, I can't even put my finger on what, what it is but like things like um, so like Bridge of Spies is meant to be incredible right I've not, yeah. I've not seen it. Have you seen it? Have you? I haven't seen it. None of us have seen it, and 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 we're and we're film students, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and I'm not saying that's necessarily like a, a a tried and tested thing, but like, but I don't know why I haven't seen it. It just it's, didn't. It's, yeah. It's, it's the the director of the film of of a film that is definitely in my top five. Yeah. Um, and I haven't seen that film. And also, there's been like loads and loads of reviews about how good it is. I think. I don't know what it is. I yeah. No. I had this. I had this internal argument with myself following that. I read this this interview about him where he was just like, every movie I make, I want to make it as a on, with a fresh take, with a fresh like Which set is of techniques. No, no, it really is, isn't it? Yeah. But at the same time. Like, doesn't that bring into a bigger question what we want as an audience and what we respect of directors? And But it does, doesn't it? Because, yeah. and then I started to think, like, the films I got really excited, that I get really excited about are Spielberg's first, like, 20-odd-year movies. And then yeah. after that, like, I think it was The Terminal where I started to turn off and I was just like, what is this? Well, you know? I... <laughs> no, I... Not what is this, but... Like, I did enjoy Ready Player there's One. A, there's a... And I commend what he tried to do there, but that's the first film in the past couple of... Couple, well, like, I, 10 I... years where I've thought... What well, was the last one? So, pre... So, sorry, quick... Pre... The bit to quick test, but, like, what... Pre Ready Player One, uh, which... I fucking loved The Terminal. Okay. Do you? I... But what other film have you seen Loved of Spielberg's recently? Munich. I didn't like that either. Which I enjoyed. I actually, uh, yeah, I do, I do like Munich, but like... Um... Lincoln. But you wouldn't associate any of those films with this. No, but I like, think I think we're yeah. being unfair in the sense that in, no, in the fact that we put a... Well, actually, Ross picked Spielberg as a topic, which... <laughs> no, but at the end of the day, <laughs> rightly fucking so. Mm. But we started off with a film in 1977... And now we're starting talking about a film in 2018. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And in between, obviously, we had things like, you know, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park and stuff like that. And like you said, I fucking loved, I thought The Terminal was amazing. I fucking loved that film. Um, You know, maybe you did, which is fine. Harry is But I think the fact (laughs) that we're still talking about someone who's made a film this year alone. Do you know what I mean? And... I like you know Munich. I liked uh, Lincoln. I liked uh, uh, what was the fucking other one I just said? <laughs> ah! Oh my god! I didn't. No, you and you didn't. Uh, the terminal. The terminal. I, I wasn't a big fan of Catch Me If You Can. If I'm honest with I you, I liked that. Really? No, I wasn't I a big love... fan of that. I was, and I love I Tom Hanks. So I love me some Leo, but I, I just wasn't that a big one's fan. That's actually that yeah. good. But 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 <laughs> but, but the great. point is, Catch Me the If You Can. You two are sitting there going, I fucking love that film. Terminal, I'm sitting going, I fucking love that film. So out of the, the three yeah. of us, 
we're sitting saying, you saying that's what about you want, how you we love that film. Now, we may not necessarily like the same film, mm. but we still like his films. And that's within, you know, over every decade, there's films of his that we do enjoy. So, mm. you know, I think, you know, saying since 2000, you know, Jurassic Park, what has he actually done that we liked? Is probably slightly no, but you <laughs> no, kind of. No, yeah. I felt like you were saying Jurassic Park was amazing, and then yeah. okay, I mean, then was, what? No, no, that's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying he, that's the way it came across. No, sorry. <laughs> so I, if I've well, misunderstood, like, please. Correct I probably me. worded it incorrectly, but like you earlier in the podcast, you said like his practical techniques as a director were really interesting, yeah. and I can't say in his later films that I could notice any distinctive qualities. I think it's a great, that. I think it's a great show. Like I, I, I genuinely think it's like <laughs> the, I, I think things like Jurassic Park were um, ambitious and um, technically tricky to achieve. And actually I think Ready Player One. So the reason, the reason I picked the, the topic was because, um, it was because I watched Ready Player One and I got quite angry. Um, <laughs> And I was thinking about like Ready Player One. I was thinking about Jurassic Park. And I was thinking, how has the same director been both um, a director that has definitely made some of the best films I've ever watched, mm. and also someone who doesn't really inspire me in 2018? Do you uh, think of the problem though with I... someone like Jurassic Park? I mean, let's not fucking you know it, that film is exceptional. It is like I we we did a film yeah. we did a, an episode as in film so good you wish you could see them again for the first time yeah. and Jurassic Park I remember watching that I remember thinking oh my god and sometimes when you see something that amazing everything after it by the person it's kind of a tough thing to yeah follow yeah do you know what I mean yeah yeah absolutely but uh, I think like uh, I don't know I think it's the the, the there's some attitude around that that um, I like. I really appreciate, and I think like Spielberg's got some some moments where there's some real some real luck in in the way things played out. Like I think Jaws Jaws is like pure luck. Okay, so the the reason that Jaws is the film that it is is because luck actually yeah yeah luck because so like, Jaws was like um, so the the creature the, the actual shark for Jaws. Um, sunk most of the time. Yeah, in it was, Jaws. they were definitely. Um, so actually, the film that is what we know as Jaws is a very different film from what was conceived originally. And the only reason that is is because the technically it didn't work. It just kept sinking. And actually, and and people hail it as a film where like um, you know you've got a creature, a giant shark, um, <laughs> for example. Um, is attacking you and uh, but also you don't really see the shark uh, and you, the reason you don't see the shark is because it kept sinking um, so I feel like Lady Lady Luck was on Spielberg's side that that particular film um, and arguably that's like people cite that as the first blockbuster film of all time mm. um, but like so you got there's, there's, there's always there's always like luck elements that happen alongside all of these things but I don't know. I, I, for me, like there's, there's, there's loads of aspects of like when he was making films, what kind of films he was making, and 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 yeah, luck. I mean, luck that when in his favor. I'm not saying that he's not. I love I love Spielberg, and I I will you know I will defend him, but um, <laughs> but he 
he got lucky like all filmmakers like there's there's moments of like sheer ballsiness that somehow pay off like uh, it happens uh, what I love about filmmaking is that it's a it's it's always a like a problem solving process like even in 2018 it's it's a it's a process where sometimes stuff goes your way sometimes it doesn't but sometimes stuff goes your way I think he's a great experimenter like he is always up for trying something new and that's great yeah but I think and he's good at he's unfortunately not unfortunately at all like to our benefit he's great at creature features and and action and things like that and when and he is great at the more intense stuff Schindler's List and you know things like that but I think there has been a bit of a gap in like what I consider and I I don't want to do the guy a disservice but like true Spielberg in that he's good at like innovative effects and as much as like Ready Player One isn't up there as like one of my favourite movies ever or it's really not but I just I did have to take my hat off to the guy I was just like I think you've made a really interesting movie here and like he he I think he took a risk because he's just got these gamer types who could probably invest in the movie more than anybody else but I'm not a gamer and I was at the, especially like in the first 10 minutes with that race I was just like whoa I mean I'm absorbed in this movie and that is due just to special effects which is in in a sense its own practical effect and he's just changed the game a little bit do you think sometimes um with films like that he's done like Munich and The Terminal Catch Me If You Can they're not necessarily the big kind of epic adventure no they're not and do you not think he necessarily does those films well do you think think he does the epic adventure films well I do like Ready Player One and and the indie and like Close Encounters and Jaws like it's there is a you know it's the others are more kind of I don't want to pin him into a niche if you know what I mean yeah yeah I think I think it's exactly that it's like he has a niche with things like Jurassic I, Park yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah. And I don't want to... Um, I, yeah. It's a um, sort of niche. It, like, he's, he's, he's quite a... He's quite an eclectic director. I no, think. He, well, he, he definitely is. The more is. real to life, because, like, some of them are true stories. Well, they're all true stories. But, like, you look at Munich Close and Lincoln and um, The Terminal. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of a, a story of a person, whereas the others are more fantasy, sci-fi... Mm action you know all that kind of stuff so they're not real mm. whereas the others are kind of like more true to life so maybe he doesn't tell a more true to life story as well as he does giving us the whole what if that's quite unfair to him really though isn't it yeah i mean i i i agree i'm being unfair to him is there any other director that we do that with i'm trying to think no <laughs> I don't really feel like we've talked about Ready Player One though. I feel like we've about sorry. It's, well, I think you got a bit. I think. Yeah. I think. I think that's more interesting than talking about that film because yeah. I think he opened up. It. It made me think about a bigger, bigger picture, bigger picture with yeah. him. So all right. So, so, I enjoyed so, it. <laughs> so the reason, like, so to, uh, I, I found that. So I found Ready Player One a little bit toothless, if I'm honest. Um. Mm. Yeah. And I and I was I thought it was overly reliant on CGI and I think that maybe is partly a, a sign of the times. But also yeah. like if Steven Spielberg can't um dictate exactly how he wants a film to look in twenty eighteen, 
then no one can. Like, I, just, I feel like, Ooh. I think, I feel like he need like, if, I don't know, I feel like... There's... Do you not think it's just kind of almost like it's time for some new blood pressure Do you know what, actually, that's a, that's a fair shout, because I actually think that he kind of missed the point, and I very rarely would say that about Steven Spielberg. I, I would have thought that, um, actually, he gets the point mo- most of all. Yeah. Um, like... And I, I, yeah, so I, I started the book of, of, of Ready Player One and I really, really enjoyed it. I was hand, I was handed it by my brother actually. And, um, he'd read it in a, an alarmingly short amount of time and he handed it to me and he said, Ross, you just need to read this. And I was like, I, yeah, I don't, I'm, I didn't, and he's like, I've got, I've got, I've, I've, I've got a lot of books on the go and he's like, stop all of them, just read this. And I read it in a week maybe less mm. um it's it's a very short book it's i i'd argue it's a film treatment of a book um and it's arguably made for our generation in terms of like film like film references and game references and it's great uh, and actually possibly steven spielberg doesn't weirdly although he uh, made a lot of the stuff that was happening in that era um he didn't seem to connect with it he didn't well yeah yeah. No, Karen, no, what no, were you saying? I was going to say, in fact, <laughs> he can he can get the rights for um, uh, like he he didn't want so many of his own films to feature in it for a reason, which is you know understandable. I'm, I don't know, understand why. Actually, it's self-referencing, isn't it? To be like, oh, look at me, like. Um, I don't. Uh, I I think if there's any if there's any film to make that it was shamelessly referencing his stuff already, like no, I don't think anyone would hold I don't it. Think it was shamelessly him. referencing himself in it. Do you? There was a lot of in the book. There's a lot of like Spielbergy references. Uh, Yeah, well, no, yeah, he wanted to take. I've read that. I read an interview that he wanted to take that out. But then there were the funny thing. My fun fact was that he he did want to keep the Close Encounters stuff in it, but Warner Brothers wouldn't give him the rights, and it was his own fucking movie (laughs) within his own fucking movie. That's scary, isn't it? That's that's a really scary point where. Like presumably, someone who as powerful as him can't yeah. say, "I'm going to put this in my movie," yeah. and and some other p- entity say, "You know, you, you cut that out." Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> I think our opinions massively all differ on yeah. this one, but that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but overall, I think uh, I think this has been a good Spielberg episode. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have another segment to discuss we do and that is known as the flashback film club Mm -hmm. so our listeners um will probably be listening to this over the christmas period so we thought we'd be controversial is this a christmas film (laughs) is it yes i know i agree (laughs) that film is yippee-ki-yay motherfucker yeah die hard this is a Christmas film. Can I just say? Yes. We wanted to call our podcast Yubikaye Film Fuckers. <laughs> and we were told no. Ofcom said no. We did a little uh, <laughs> uh, survey and we were like, no. But wouldn't that have been ace? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, fuck and it. Do it anyway. <laughs> I think I came up with that. Yeah. No, I, no, we did. No, I think I did. Don't think so. Sure. <laughs> and then we were going to do, yeah, I think you need a bigger podcast from, uh, I think you need a bigger boat from Jaws. 
Mm. And we couldn't fit it in Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so we did then show me the podcast from Jerry Maguire. There you go. Yeah. Never, but anyway, back to Die Hard. The limitations of Twitter. Bloody <laughs> <Fuck> Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Side um, note. Yeah. So uh, Die Hard is the 1988 film from uh, directed by John McTiernan from uh, that stars uh, not from that stars. Um, <laughs> Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you consider it a Christmas film, right? I fucking love this film. I know you love it, but... Oh, sorry, <laughs> yes, yes. Old, how can you not class it as anything but a Christmas film? Yeah, I, I'm going to side with that as well. Like, yeah. It's massively a Christmas film. Yeah. Massively a Christmas film. Huge. The argument... It's set at Christmas. I know, yeah. What's it, the argument, Apparently though? the argument is that it doesn't actually talk about, like... Um, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, you could argue like, well, it's a wonderful life doesn't do that, and various other Christmas films don't do that. So how can yeah. you, it, it pisses me off? It has Christmas songs in it, a Christmas party, and people shagging at a Christmas party. <laughs> it's a Christmas. Is film. there <laughs> is there anything more Christmas than people shagging at a Christmas party? Because <laughs> if there is, I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I'm glad we've. We've covered that. We might as well end it there, really. <laughs> we might cover yeah, it. No, this is. Uh, I absolutely love this film. I really do. I've seen it so. I don't even know how many times I've seen it, but I've seen it so many times. Mm. I don't know if it's a film I watch necessarily specifically at Christmas. No, you don't. Really? No, but that's no. the thing but. about Christmas films. You don't. No matter what the Christmas film. You don't have to watch it at Christmas. You can watch it whenever you want. It's the ultimate yeah. balance kind of film. Yeah, really. definitely. Right. I've gone really like congested. So, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, I've I've watched this at all times of the year. But recently, it like came on. And was like I'm feeling Christmassy from it. So it's a Christmas film. <laughs> There's a giant teddy bear in there, isn't there? That's because he brings her a present. That's well, it's right. in the back of the um, limousine, isn't it? Yeah. But um, I think it wasn't this uh, Alan Rickman's first feature first film. Feature film. Yeah. I love Alan Rickman's so Hans Gruber. Mm, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's definitely um, one of those films where it kind of, ha- I mean, obviously he, you know, he's gone to meet his wife and, you know. John McClane. Should, should we give a synopsis? Oh, yeah. So, well, just yeah. in case. No, not just everybody. You'd be surprised how many people haven't okay. seen some of the films that we okay. talk about. So basically, uh, John McClane, played by Bruce Willis, um, goes to LA to meet his wife. Um, they've been, they've been, yeah, they've been a bit estranged. I was getting there. They've been Sorry. a bit estranged, Always and um, uh, she's having a Christmas party in the famous Nakatomi uh, building, and um, unfortunately, Alan Rickman, aka Hans Ruber, has different Ruber? plans. Gruber. That's what I said. You said Ruber. Gruber. Okay. You said Ruber. <laughs> Hans Gruber. The edit um, reveal. Has different <laughs> ideas and he's going to steal things that do not belong to him. Mm. And uh, while this is going on. I hate that. Sorry, Karen. While this is going on, John McClane tries to take down the terrorist mm-hmm. and succeeds. He does. While barefoot and in a white vest. It's hot. <laughs> no i must admit i was because like obviously when die hard first came out um i was obsessed with uh, david allison aka bruce willis aka moonlighting and uh you watch moonlighting no 
Moonlighting. No. Okay. Was, Moonlighting. <laughs> no. What? Go no, on. it was really funny, right? Last night I was doing a bit more research and I was just like, die hard. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I do this, I do this. And then, blah, blah. And then, unlike Google Drive, if you guys have Google Drive, you sure. can see who else is in the file. And I just saw Lorraine's face and then I saw her words typing, as of Moonlighting, which I used to watch. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is Moonlighting? <laughs> Moonlighting was one of the most amazing TV programs ever. And it starred Bruce Willis and uh, Sybil Shepherd. And uh, oh. what year are we talking? Oh, this is early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Civil Shepherd. Yeah. And this is when I first fell in love with Bruce Willis. And my, my parents, I have to tell the story. I don't know, maybe I have already, pay, played the most cruelish trick on a teenager. So I was in love with Bruce Willis, obsessed, blah, blah, blah. And my parents, we were living in Ireland at the time, and my parents used to go back and forth to London because they used to like West End shows, so they used to go back and forth to London all the time. And they said to me, oh, guess what? We were in London and we met Bruce Willis. And I was like, oh, my God. And because I was like 14, I believed them. And they told me that he was going to ring me on November the 6th of that year. So I sat by the phone all day waiting for Bruce Willis to call. Sorry, on November the 6th. Yeah, I remember the day because I was that <laughs> traumatized. Day of the year that we I was know. that traumatized. And uh, I remember the day and I sat there all day. And then eventually they came up to me going, um, We didn't really meet Bruce Willis. We were just joking with you. And I was devastated. It was pretty mean. It was mean because Talk. I was in, I mean, Talk. I was obsessed with him. He was like my guy <laughs> at the time. Oh. But he. It's like changing the subject slightly. <laughs> From like, my despair. It sounds like it's the same subject. Like we need to change the subject. He he wasn't the first like choice for this role at Didn't all. Did you say Harrison Ford? Harris, our Harrison Are you Ford. Joking? No, I'm not even joking. Our Harrison Ford. Um, I think Schwarzenegger, Stallone, they were all up for it and they turned it down. And Bruce Willis was chosen. And Why? The... Okay. Karen's. but that happens a lot with certain <laughs> roles it's like you hear about all these amazing roles and then like you heard about all these people yeah. that turn them yeah. down because like tom Selleck, apparently he was the whole indiana jones thing he did the screen test and all yeah. that kind of stuff and they Yay. went with um uh harrison ford in the end because they didn't want to um kind of go harrison ford han solo then harrison ford indiana jones blah blah, blah. yeah yeah um totally. and then you you know you kind of it's the same thing. You kind of look at some of these films and they pick out all these amazing big actors. But they, they said at the time, they were like, I can't remember, I think it was the producers uh, were just like, well, why have we picked Bruce Willis? And the guy was just like, oh, I can't remember, it was something like, but he's he's going to really embrace the role. And they were like, really? And he fucking, fucking embraced, embraced that it. role. Like, and then <sighs> and then he became this action star from that when, when formerly he yeah. was a comedic actor, which... Yeah. Yeah, because like Moonlighting, he was very comedic and he did like Blind Date with Kim Basinger and it was a very romantic comedic role. Can I ask, was Death Becomes Her before or after after Die Hard? That was in the 90s. I think it was like 96 or something. I didn't realise that was Bruce Willis. I think it was 96. Someone's phone's going. Not me. Not me. Not me. Over it goes. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, listeners. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And... I think we have to give kudos to this movie and the fact that it led the way, it paved the way for a lot of action movies in a, of this style from there on. So you've got like, uh, we talked about this in the Indiana Jones stuff, like the lone everyman um, yeah, fighting, definitely. well, terrorists in this instance. And he's <laughs> not your usual action buff hero. No. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's reasonably buff. 
No, well. he's not. He's not a Schwarzenegger or, or Schwarzenegger well, or Stallone. But Schwarzenegger is like, like Mr. Universe, literally. No, but like when you when you think back to those kind of like days, like the action heroes were Van Damme, Stallone, and Schwarzenegger, but they were all very like ripped to mm. pieces. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? And then you look at people like Harrison Ford in Indiana and. Um, the three pack Bruce Willis and while <laughs> the you know, three pack is that what they're known as yeah <laughs> they've got like, they've got, like they got yeah exactly <laughs> but then you look at people I need like I know exactly what this means <laughs> well they weren't they, the guys they weren't, weren't like ripped, ripped to shit. they were ripped like the other guys pretty ripped do you remember <laughs> <laughs> Lorraine's face is big Lorraine doubts this but um, <laughs> so are you doubting the Brucey was was ripped. He, no, he it? looked fucking amazing, but he wasn't <laughs> the ripness of Rocky. No, and fucking Terminator bodybuilders. No, he wasn't. He was. He simply wasn't. That's it wasn't. Who, yeah, that's who they wanted yeah. the role, and, and then yeah. they got yeah. like Bruce Willis, and he and says, I think he's I not think that's like what made it believable is, is the fact that he was kind of more your everyday guy. I know he was a policeman, but like he was more your everyday guy. That kind of thought, fuck, the I've been, you know, he was a cop. He didn't deal with terrorists and all that kind of shit. Like, and all of a sudden he's thrown into this world. He's got no fucking shoes on. And, you know, <laughs> that's the best part. That's the, like, you know what? He doesn't need any fucking shoes. He's great. That's a winner right there. He's sneaky. <laughs> and actually watching this film, apparently. Weird. Um, Weird. Uh, Alan Rickman you know when he does the whole falling from the building mm. yes um, he d- wouldn't do it because he had to drop actual 20 feet mm. and so the John McTain and the director had to do it first to show him Fun that it was okay Ooh. that's cool yeah because I didn't realise that he went back that far no well you can see from like the way yeah but you, I didn't think it was that much because mm. like if someone said to me jump 20 feet I'd be like say what can do I just say I love Alan Rickman but I have issues with that guy's saliva. So what? <laughs> <laughs> so like so what? in this movie, when he's like falling, he's got like horrible saliva around his mouth. And then in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, lots of saliva issues. I'm just saying. Saliva well, issues? <laughs> no, he's. I love him. I love him. But there are films where I watch him and I'm just like, oh, your mouth. Oh, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> You know when you're falling from a building, could you have a little bit less of saliva? That'd be amazing. What's your favourite line from this movie? Um, <laughs> didn't expect quiet. No, uh, <laughs> no, I was just thinking actually. Um, Do you know what I love actually? I must have. I don't know what the actual line is. Love actually. No. Was that? Oh. <laughs> no, but you know what I love. I, I I don't remember the actual line, but I I love the bit where. Um, you know that the, the guy oh, fuck what's his name? Um he he works with um Bruce Willis's wife and he goes in and talks about how he's the guy, he's the man, he could bring yeah. you know, making commit I, I fucking love that. Really? Oh, because he's such a cocky twat. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. no, no, he's an idiot. <laughs> but it's the fact the way he does it, it's like, you know, I'm it's quite the comical. guy, I'm the man. Yeah, I love that bit. I love that line where he goes, come up to the girls, we'll get together, have a few laughs. Yeah. <laughs> like the best line ever. <laughs> that might be the, the only bit of sarcasm that Bruce Willis has ever done in <laughs> any film ever. And it's great. Mm, so good. Underused. Mm. Uh, this bit where he goes like, um, ah, um, <laughs> where 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me on that. He, he, um, he sails. Like, <laughs> I love that bit where he breathes. You know out. that bit? You remember that bit? I think we all know. Yeah, you know the bit. Um, no, it's like, what? I can't really do the accent, but it's like, no, no, no ammo hands at all. <laughs> What are you on about? <laughs> Near the end, he's got like a gun strapped behind his. No. Right at the end, you know. Yeah, but you're not really selling it. <laughs> I'm not Bruce Willis. I can't stress that. We enough. know that. You're not. Okay, well, maybe I have Shit, the body. Shit, we thought you the, were. That's why we invited uh, you. I mean, what? <laughs> so, so, so to wrap up, we like this movie. <laughs> Okay, it's a Christmas so movie. Christmas do, movie. Do we think Christmas if it was a Christmas movie? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'll give it a go. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's where it's jingle like bell, jingle is... bell, jingle bell rock. Terrifying. But, um, there's, <laughs> um, but there's bits where literally there's like uh, snow falling and like Christmas yeah, theme tunes. Exactly. If nothing else, it, it has earned its rise as a Christmas movie because of that fact. There we go. Ross said it, so it must be so. <laughs> <laughs> so, I like that. Thanks. So that wraps up our Steven Spielberg and yeah, our Die Hard and episode 12. But before we go, we are going to, of course, let you know what we're going to watch next. Mm. So, Harry, what are you going to watch next? I want to see this movie written uh, based on a book written by um, Nick Hornby called Juliet Naked. Just looks I've nice never heard of it. and gentle. It's about like this woman, nice and gentle. Yeah, man. <laughs> nice and gentle. Love a gentle. Yeah. He doesn't like. Oh, it's um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about this woman whose boyfriend is obsessed with this musician from I think the nineties, and she's just like, what the fuck? And then she writes a sarcastic comment on his website, and then the actual musician respi- responds to her, and they like create a romance. And just, oh, that's cool. And it's Ethan Hawke and. Rose Burns and just looks good. Wow. Mm. Sounds quite interesting. Mm. Russ? Uh, so I am quite keen to see um, Glass in the oh, new year. Yeah. That's one of mine, actually. That's one of yeah. mine. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, I think it's just going to be fucking cool. <laughs> I think <laughs> the, the problem is, like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and see it. That, 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 it. It's already brought me in from, you know, two previous films. I'm there. I'm there. Like, You're there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm shamelessly... <laughs> I, I want to doubt M. Night Chinaman, actually, because I just don't really... I don't know, he hasn't really Has done... Has he brought anything out in a while? Yeah. Possibly, I but I haven't he really did, been so he paying did, attention. Um, um, <laughs> the one that was the, the precursor to this. Oh, shit, what was it called? Split. Split, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, but other than that, like, I mean, like... It. So what's what... Let's, let's think of it, like, let's, let's track back, like, the happening... I liked that movie. No, Wrong didn't. actors. Really? I, I liked the, I no, the idea I don't, of it. I don't believe you liked that movie. I did like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, I did okay, like... moving, moving along <laughs> yeah, yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> Lorraine, Lorraine. <laughs> well, I, I too picked Glass, um, but I'm going to go... I haven't seen it yet, um, and I so should. I want to see the new um, Halloween movie. I haven't seen it yet, but apparently it's meant to be good, so I will watch that. Okay. I want to watch Creed 2. <gasps> no, you don't. Creed. Dude. Did you yes, say no, I she did. doesn't? I know. Yeah, yeah. What a douchebag. I'm quite an aggressive guy. <laughs> as as, as I think we've seen. Did you not like Creed? That's right. I liked it. Shrug. I, I really I enjoyed it. Shrug for the viewers. I enjoyed it. And I can't wait for Creed 2. I can't wait. 
Russ. Okay, that's quite aggressive. <laughs> I seriously want to watch that too. So I'm. I'll, maybe we're doing after the credits together. Should we, we high five? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it sounds like I'm not going to be present at the after yeah. the credits. So Russ, what do you want to see next? Right, a glass. Um, <laughs> um, Mommy. <laughs> I don't know. So I've got. I've got in my list of things to watch. I've got Avengers four. Um, I'd say yeah we can say that like close to the date because we've got more podcasts to come <laughs> of course wait what <laughs> um, no, but no, no, I, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like I'm a Marvel fan like obviously it's endless the endless Disney gravy train that is Marvel but um, I I probably will watch Marvel for the end of, of Infinity War for me was quite intriguing I enjoyed that <laughs> I'm, I'm getting blanks I'm getting blanks oh no I, I like you seen it we love the Avengers and you've seen the latest yes. films yes I haven't seen it feels like you haven't have. <laughs> no we have there's nods we but have right, right have. Okay. what happened at the end of the last Avengers film <laughs> as in Infinity War they all the super I can't, famous we, well, we, we we're reluctant to say in case some of our listeners just haven't seen it so we try and okay I just, <laughs> just to let you KG. know that we've seen it uh-huh. And we like Iron it. Man hugging Spider-Man. Oh, so close for your way off. Um, <laughs> are, you talking, one? are you talking about Ant-Man? No, isn't no. Spider-Man <laughs> hugging... Stop saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but isn't that the last one? Not in a When he goes, sense. don't let me go. I, no. It feels like a dream you What fucking one is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't want to die. Yeah, that's the last <laughs> one. Yeah. I don't feel like like you guys are as invested in the series as possible. What are you talking about? What are you talking? That is the last one. Yeah, Infinity the War. The Avengers. Yeah. When you say the Avengers, you imply the Avengers film. If you're talking about the Avengers singular, then you need to be specific about the film that you're talking about. The Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, that's yeah. When what... he fucking hugs him. What are you talking about? That's not the. I mean, that's not the overarching. Are you talking about? No, like, but that's Captain the one Marvel. you're talking about, isn't it? No. You guys, I don't think you've seen, seen this film. Okay, so <laughs> what one does fucking your man half everyone disappears because of fucking Thanos? Yeah, that 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 is Infinity War, but yeah, that's what I'm fucking the overarching about. scene isn't any, anyone. No, but I was just picking that no, one yeah, bit. Just being like I was just picking that You're one being bit. I'm being a You're yeah. being a twat. I was just picking that <laughs> one you. bit because I didn't want to fucking because there's certain things that me and Harry don't spoil. And I didn't want to spoil that one bit, so I thought by saying to you, who's seen it, that bit where fucking Iron I Man hugs Spider Man, to... and he's like, "Don't fuck, I love it." To sum That's up, it. Uh, to sum up, um, okay, yeah, yeah, that film. Exactly. Yeah. So we have fucking seen it. <laughs> sort of. Um, <laughs> no, we're just pointing out one scene. <laughs> Fucking okay. out. You know when he used that word obtuse, and you know in the Shawshank Redemption when he uses that word, you yeah. need to go to that room right now. It's <laughs> a weird comparison. Well, that's a okay, very Harry. character. Harry, so what's your next film? <laughs> um, it's not a film; it's a TV show. But I think I'm going to start watching Frontier on Netflix with oh, yeah. uh, our boy Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, I want to see a film. A feature. No, uh, sorry, Lorraine. <laughs> Well, I I, I, I want to see um, I want to see Black Klansman, which I'm going to watch. But um, we've already talked about that, so yeah, let's slight sidestep there because Ross is going to jump in. Um, so yeah, I want to um, I want to watch actually the documentary on the West Memphis Three. The what? You said that really, you said that really fast. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't understand. That. I didn't hear that. The West Memphis Three. The what? You said it really fast. The again. West 
Memphis three. Yeah, don't. Who? West Memphis three. No. Mumble off at the end. You've never heard of the West Memphis three. I mean, maybe ring the bell. (sighs) There's no (laughs) bells being rung over there, Ross. From what I can tell. Um, Wow. Okay, so I'm going to watch because I did try and watch the documentary on the West Memphis three, but because Uh of how fucking stupid the fucking justice system is i couldn't fucking watch it because i got too fucking angry but i'm gonna watch it again but you no. should do a daily rant like not a rant comment like a, um, um uh, like this expose is, yeah this is this is off podcast but okay, like on alexa you can do like empire apparently do like a daily news lorraine should have her lorraine daily segment cool. i don't think this is a right segment that really fucks me off man it gets that'd be good though i think it looks sort yeah. of uh mm. i don't know what you get i just say she's gonna watch west Memphis three yeah ross Trim have you got any more um <laughs> Because we gotta, we gotta wrap this up, yeah. We gotta wrap this up. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have much more. Um, I'm like, that was I it. actually don't. There's, there's like the next Bond film. I'm loosely in. I'm, I'm that, gonna. That hasn't is been that, confirmed. Can't talk the, about it. Is the name of that been released yet? Yeah, it's obviously been confirmed. It's always going to be made. Oh um, yeah, no, no. Oh my god, have you seen? Bond? Have you seen the director? Is it Jersalbo playing Bond? Um, no. I don't know. Um, I don't know the not answer to any of these questions. He really has to. Director I'm not like... going to die a happy person unless Idris Elba plays Bond. <laughs> You're not going to what? I think I'm not going to die a happy person <laughs> unless Idris Elba plays You're slurring a bit there, dude. Practical. She's not going to die until <laughs> gonna... Idris Elba. Fucking Idris Elba <laughs> is the perfect Bond. I think we all know that we're... I'm not going to die. I'm also not going to die until Idris Elba plays Bond. Um... <laughs> What was your question? <laughs> I'm going to wrap it up and say uh, thank you for listening to Shaving the Podcast episode 12 all about Steven Spielberg and various other things. <laughs> um, you can uh, listen to... Uh, sorry, you can look at various other things to do with your hosts, main hosts. Um, sorry. Rude. <laughs> uh, Lorraine and myself. I'm Tales of Peck, and you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and WordPress under that name. And Lorraine. I'm doing it, and I'm on WordPress, Pinterest, Twitter, and Instagram. And Ross, where are you? I don't know. The, the internet and uh, <laughs> Instagram, the other things. <laughs> <laughs> As Ross was saying that, Lorraine looked like I'm hearing voices. Like nails. Was Look, nails. I'm sorry. Sorry, and right. um, Ross, where can we find you? <laughs> Ross has a wealth of work online, right? So, oh, um, the TV. So, Ross uh, works as a freelance videographer, DOP camera assistant, photographer at. Where are you reading this from? RossJCWilson.com. Boom. There we, you've got Boom. your own website. That's of it. course. I'm a freelancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's also part of a production company where, called... Where are you reading this from? Will Be Films. Uh, oh, I've started a production company. <laughs> that's a Co-started. That's so cool. Cool. And uh, as always, if you can go on to uh, any of our sites and give us a review, some stars, leave us a voice message if you're using Anchor. Do it. Harry needs one. I really need it. And as always, you've been listening to Show Me The Podcast and we are very thankful that you've been listening.
You want to talk to God? Let's go see him together. I've got nothing better to do. What's that from? Raiders. 